Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Lots of developments regarding E15, the Environmental Protection Agency, issuing a major ruling regarding year-round E15 sales in the U.S. Uh, recently. And with us on the line this morning with reaction to the latest developments is Monty Shaw, the Executive Director of the Iowa Renewable Fuels Association. Good morning to you, Monty. Good morning. Good to have you with us, sir. And uh, first of all, for those who haven't followed uh, this uh, latest development, can you explain what the EPA decided in terms of year-round E15 beginning in 2025? Yes. So right now, without getting into the weeds, the there are different rules for the normal ethanol blend that a lot of you would purchase, uh, E10, 10% ethanol, and the blend that we think is going to become the new normal, 15% ethanol, is becoming more widely available. It's a little higher octane, and it's usually anywhere from 10 to 15, even 20 cents a gallon less. So <laughs> it's a pretty good deal. Um, but because they were regulated differently, it was difficult to sell in the summer. So after a petition from Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds uh, almost two years ago that was supposed to be acted on under the law by in 90 days, the EPA has finally come out and approved that petition which would uh, align, the, align the regulations of E10 and E15, and essentially it allows us to sell E15 blends year-round, including the summer months, where before uh, the regulations made that nearly impossible to do. So that is the good news. The good news is starting, as you mentioned, in 2025, we'll be able to sell E15 year-round. The bad news is, because they've delayed for almost two years from the original request, they said there just isn't time to implement these new rules for the summer of 2024. So we've got a real problem to get us from today when we could sell E15 through the summer, uh, where right now we couldn't, back into then having permanent E15 going forward. So uh, I don't want to undermine the good news of the certainty that this brings us going forward in 2025, but they've created a little bit of a problem for the summer that now we have to work on that. How disappointed were you that, uh, number one, there is the delay as far as uh, the year uh, to from 2024 to 2025? There is that issue. And then number two, it's only for the eight states that petitioned for this, um, including Iowa, led by Governor Reynolds and others. Uh, and it doesn't go far enough to the entire country. Yeah. So first of all, I'm just incredibly disappointed that they've taken this long. There was even a court case by our Iowa Attorney General, Brenna Byrd, to force them to move forward because they were just sitting on this despite the law. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when if there was a law, you kind of followed the law, whether you liked it or not. It just seems like now administrations, and I'm not picking on any one in particular here, we've seen it in several, they just pick and choose the laws they want to enforce, and that's just not good. So they ignored the deadline, and they pushed this back, even though in the court case they stipulated the governors have this right, they applied properly, and the EPA should have acted within 90 days. But we didn't. And hey, give us another year. So actually, if you think about it, we're almost two years late. They're not going to implement it till 2025. I mean, they're basically two and a half years late on something that they themselves admit was straightforward, simple. It wasn't like one of these gray areas where you had to figure out what the law really meant or what was the science. Everybody agreed on that stuff. They just didn't do it. So I'm incredibly frustrated. And now we have to go find some sort of one-year emergency fix uh, for the summer of 2024 because it's not fair to uh, it's not fair to the consumers to lose access to this 
lower price fuel during the busy summer driving season. And it's not fair to the retailers that have taken the time and effort to add this fuel to their fuel mix and what they offer consumers and then have the rug pulled out from them from underneath them for three and a half months. So uh, the frustration level on that is definitely a, a 10 out of 10. Now, you mentioned the eight states. Um, it is true. Uh, this is a power the governors have under the Clean Air Act, and they have to petition. Eight states did, led by our governor, Tim Reynolds, so that was awesome. Um, but that leaves 42 other states, right? So we are going to continue to work and ask other states. To, you know, some were skeptical because nobody had ever done this before. Nobody had ever exercised the governor's power in this way. And I think now that they see that it can work and that even though they were tardy, uh, woefully tardy, the EPA will will approve it, I think we'll be able to go out to other states and say, hey, um, there's a path forward here. Let's get this done. So um, the, the other solution would be national legislation. And the Iowa delegation is supporting national legislation. But shocking, some members of the uh, refining industry are blocking that in the Senate where they have uh, influence over a key committee chair um, because obviously if you're using 5% more ethanol, you're, you're using 5% less petroleum. So um, they're they're kind of bottling that up, which is frustrating as well. But we're not going to give up. We're going to keep working on this one way or the other until this is nationwide. What kind of a setback is it for the overall ethanol industry to have this delay as far as E15 sales is concerned? Well, I mean... We needed a solution, right? So I'm, I'm not, I don't view it as a setback so much as, you know, we're, we're like a sprinter in the starting blocks at a, at a high school track meet. And, and, you know, they need to pull the trigger on the starter's gun and get us out of the blocks, right? I mean, we're ready to go. And instead, we're going to have to sit there for an extra year. Or um, I'm, I'm convinced we will get a solution for 2024. It's just stupid to say, hey, you guys have been able to sell this for a few years under, under other provisions. And you're going to be able to sell it going forward, but not this one year. I mean, that's just that's just government at its worst. And so we're there's some emergency powers the EPA could use. We're going to put all kinds of pressure on them, but it's it's very frustrating to have to have the uh, to have it stop because look, listen, about 98 percent of the cars on the road can use E15. Any car 2001 and newer. Okay, it's it's just five percent more ethanol, but that five percent more ethanol because it's less expensive lowers the price of that fuel anywhere from 10 to 20 cents that I've been seeing around the state. There's reports that sometimes it's even bigger than that. So as a consumer, it's like, wait a minute, more octane, good for my engine, 20, you know, 10, 15, 20 cents a gallon cheaper. This is not a hard decision to make as a consumer when it's offered to you. And so we do have, you know, but this on again, off again nature of it has, has made some retailers leery. So we are excited to have that certainty hopefully some gas stations in your listening area because I can't buy it when I come home to Shenandoah, and that frustrates me. So hopefully some retailers out there are listening that, hey, you're good to go now. Let's get this going, and then we can really expand the access for consumers. Because if, if E15 became the new normal, um, while it's only 5% percentage points more ethanol from your car's perspective, that's 50% more ethanol from a blending perspective. So you're talking about the potential for billions of gallons of new demand for ethanol at a time when we're not making as much as we could because the demand's not there and corn prices are going down. I just heard the market report. I mean, we are back to an era. We, we've, we've sucked up all the corn we can with E10, and, and the farmers are doing what they do. They're overproducing the market, right? American farmers are hardworking. 
they embrace technology and ingenuity and 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 they always just keep you know producing more year after year and we have to find new markets this would be a great new market to help get us through the next few years as we as we work on even larger markets so i really view e15 as that safety valve or pressure valve if you will for the lowering corn prices out there uh, but we got to get it going very quickly what needs to be done to incentivize gas stations in our area uh, to sell E15, uh, is it all from the EPA, or are, are there other incentives that can be given to these businesses to sell E15? Yeah, well, I mean, I, hopefully some of them are listening. Maybe they'll give me a call and I can go through this, or maybe anyone who wants to buy E15 could just go, if they know the owners, say, hey, you should check this out. There's both federal grant money available right now and state grant money. I mean, I, I can't promise this until we look into the individual situation, but it's you can probably get enough grant money to do any equipment changes you need to do for free. I mean, basically, you could almost get all of it, you know, out of pocket. And then you're offering your customers, um, you know, a new option that's lower priced. It's really a win-win situation. So have them call us up. We've got resources to help them uh, free of charge to, to get these grants and to explain why and how they can put it in based on whatever system they have now. Monty, we're running out of time. Thank you very much for being with us this morning, and we will talk to you again uh, very soon as the situation warrants. But uh, thanks for joining us today, and enjoy the weather while you can. Yeah, I think it's no boots in a couple of days, right? But <laughs> right. Anyway, thanks for having thanks for having me on. All right. That's Monty Shaw, Executive Director of the Iowa Renewable Fuels Association, on the morning line on KMA.